0: All right, so I guess we'll just uh, get going here. So, what's up, y'all? It's Oliver here. Um, I'm chilling with the guy.
1: What's up, everybody? It's me, Edilo. Edie. Kamish. Whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. He's got, got a lot of names. Pleasure to be here again,
0: once again. Wow, it feels just like yesterday. We were reviewing Boxing Day. Dude, it really does. Holy shit, man. Those here we are what almost two weeks in now to 2021 and uh man i'm just ready to get going ready to get after it and you know if if you guys were watching we did release a brief video earlier this week about uh you know the hiatus addressing it and just kind of setting the expectation for what we're looking to accomplish this year so um hopefully this will come as no surprise yeah um but anyway i mean yeah but uh hey so for this video i mean what, what we're going to chat about briefly touch on the action today in the prem. you know, today's the 12th, uh, Tuesday. Um, uh, some, some interesting things went down today, but then we'll jump into the meat and potatoes as they say about uh, what this pod is going to be about. Uh, essentially we're going to just chat about, you know, different jargon and, and phrases and different words that uh, we use within the soccer community and, and talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. And, and how it's done, you know, here in the States as well as other places abroad and, our thoughts on it, and hopefully you guys have some good feedback. I know uh, we put out a nice Twitter poll where I did get some feedback from a few of our followers, so we'll, we'll yeah. touch on those
1: as well. I look you forward know, to that. What, what do we get? What kind of responses did we get? Are we able to throw some of
0: the responses up on the oh, video? Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, I, c- I should actually be able to get them. Yeah, I'll try and get them up on the video. That's a good idea. We'll see if That's we, we can get a, a our, our guy
1: to work on that. Maybe he can do it
0: yeah but, yo yeah clip that you heard that all right all right, all right. i think <laughs>
1: I'm, gonna I'm gonna pull up <laughs> legalized on twitter because
0: 2021's promises a lot i feel like that's right that's right no i agree i think uh you know i'm excited to be back i don't know about you idolo but mm-hmm. i mean this year um it it just seems like there's a nice flow as to what's going on and in world soccer and, and yeah. how it's kind of been amidst the pandemic, like our way of escape essentially. So, Agreed. I,
1: I couldn't yeah. have said better myself.
0: I agree. <laughs> well, all right. Well, so, I mean, I guess one of the first things I want to touch on, is just talk about the Prem, what what went down today. So first of all, Manchester United, uh, back to the top of the table. Good for uh, that. Uh, yeah. You know, three points today, Paul Pogba, a nice volley, took a nice deflection, but to see Man U top of the prem today is, man, is, I don't know about you, treat? but yeah, I mean it's a like treat for United fans. I feel like <laughs> it's definitely a treat. Yeah, it was uh, good. Yeah, and, and we've got a couple friends, you know, mm-hmm. in the circle here that are big Man U fans, so I'm sure they're pretty thrilled. Oh, it was great. It was it was uh, it was vintage Pogba. You know, vintage Pogba
1: goal, and I think it's. Uh, the uniforms you're wearing today, little zebra oh. stripe action, you know, brought him back oh to the U of A days. And he had a classic wow. goal, which hopefully that they can get more of that. Maybe if they rock those unis more, Pogba, they'll get the best out of Pogba, but it was great. It was, I, I love seeing them score those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's one of those things where, you know, that's what they thought they were going to get when they bought them. And there's mm-hmm. been, you know, uh, maybe a handful of those. Uh, I, I would argue uh, none of them as spectacular as some of the bombazos he had at Juve, but still. Oh, wow. some, I mean, today was a very important goal.
1: Yeah, right. And that's, um, you know, not every single one of them can be those, but when they are and they're meaningful,
0: oh wow, that's just for sure. That's great.
1: That's why you pay the yeah. big bucks. Yeah, for sure. And
0: then also, uh, I don't know if you saw it was it was an early game today, but Sheffield United played against Newcastle. And Sheffield United, who last year sort of overachieved, and right? Yeah, it yeah, came right up from the Prem and did relatively well. I think finished top half of the table. And this year, they hadn't won a game yet until today, and they finally beat Newcastle.
1: Good for them. Hopefully, it's a it's a little run, and they can get out of that twentieth spot. Right, okay. uh, a couple to them and West Brom both only have one win. Fulham brighton with two so that relegation race will be real
0: this year yeah no for sure man and uh actually something i saw in sort of the aftermath of the match was uh a little fun fact for for all the wee weeest of lads out there oh, wow. uh, Ryan today for newcastle ryan frazier became the shortest ever <laughs> premier league player to be sent off in <laughs> How tall is he? Five foot four. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's and amazing. He he overtook, or maybe undertook, the previous shortest guy, Tariq Lamptey, who uh, is wow. on Brighton, and his red card was earlier this season. So today wow. is the year of the short, angry damn. Napoleon complex guys getting red cards. Apparently, damn.
1: <laughs> Look at that! Another record. Well, Newcastle, you know they they're looking for any type of moral victories right now. So, I yeah. well, that's sad though. That is sad that they uh you you don't want to be the team that gives up the first uh, you know win to that winless team. So, right. Uh, I felt I felt uh, a little bad, but I felt great, better for Sheffield.
0: And yeah, I actually, I saw another stat. It was um. The last team to be as bad as Sheffield at this stage in the season, I believe. We, I believe it was Derby County a few years back, and the team that they beat to get their first win, or something like that, was Newcastle again. Oh my god! So yeah, at full circle, okay. love it.
1: That's yeah, how it I, works.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. Um, really that's about it. I really do yeah and i mean last thing here and then we'll move on into the you know to the good stuff and you know what the purpose of the pod is today but i just wanted to point out something it randomly came on my timeline as i was you know doing some research but the the main coon is the largest domesticated cat breed and i had never heard of this thing up until i saw it today and i don't know if you heard of it i'm not a cat person this thing is huge
1: what is it called what is the cat called
0: Coon, M-A-I-N-E-C-O-O-N. I thought it was like uh, I follow this guy that's like a National Geographic photographer, and it was on his page. So I thought it was like a you know a wild animal, but no, it's domesticated. So oh t- yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, being like not being the cat guy, seeing this, it's just like, why
0: <laughs> Some Scary looking ones here though. Oh, yeah, God, it's dude. scary dude. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but all right. Well, I guess you know we'll we'll move on into the good stuff here. I don't think you guys came here to talk about uh, cats, but right. You know, uh, just, right. just it, just you know, chunk out. of me. I do
1: want to say though, uh, Lucas Digne came back today and already got an assist. Just want to put that out there. That's yeah, fantasy, you know, fantasy team related, but
0: <laughs> hey, oh, okay. man.
1: Any hey, my other friends?
0: You know? <laughs> So. Yeah, actually, uh, I saw two on Twitter post-match, Ross Barkley, who uh, yeah. is at Aston Villa. He tweeted at Luca Dean, who is like, or no, I don't even think he added him. I think he just said, Luca Dean, like, magical left foot or something. <laughs> and, and he's actually, Luca is really uh, active on Twitter. And oh, he is was he? Spotted. Yeah, he was like, good looks, mate, but obviously with like, a French <laughs> accent. Yeah. Um, Um, Whatever, but yeah,
1: I gotta follow him. Gotta get get all those guys on my team followed. You know,
0: did Everton ended up winning? Correct.
1: Yeah, they won uh, two to one. Okay, so that was a good good dub because I do have a bet out there for them to finish top four this year. So that's right. I need that to happen.
0: That's right. I think we chat. You asked me about that, uh, and I I I don't think they will. I don't Uh, think they will. But I mean, that's the thing. This season could go.
1: Just want to Literally
0: keep track anywhere bro for sure um I, right, believe. Well, I believe yeah. in and,
1: and, and the project
0: hey if you don't <laughs> believe nobody's gonna believe man right you gotta do it so <laughs> <laughs> all right well so let's just jump into what like you know what, what i was thinking we would chat about today and mm-hmm look forward to getting everyone's feedback but essentially in the world of soccer there are so many different since it's a global game there are different phrases for just about everything from like a corner flag down to you know the color of the paint that is on the pitch itself you know referees that sort of thing um i just wanted to you know chat with you and and we can discuss some personal experiences oh, yeah. and you know, talk about all the different phrases and, and jargon uh, mm-hmm. that's used in the world of soccer. Does that?
1: Yeah, it's um, being such a a global sport, and and you, if in one example, just it happens every day. Probably, you know, people go to or go to a new country, and they use soccer football as a way to communicate. And a lot of the times, you you end up picking up vocabulary from from the game that you might otherwise never learn right so um for me especially coming from brazil and coming here and just like the word soccer in general is just like totally it doesn't make sense it's called football all over the world why here just here it's called soccer so that was one of the things that was interesting and then right from there i realized like okay there's probably very specific jargon to you know each place so uh soccer the uh the referee like even uh referee, because in Brazil we call a referee a judge if you were to translate oh. it directly, he's a juiz, a judge, so even here learning the word referee, I was like that's it makes no <laughs> sense to me so <laughs> I didn't know that that's yeah great. it's it's some it's some cool stuff in there uh that and I'm sure and and like you've you told me before too in 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 France and French, there's some examples too, of words that they mean something else, but they translate to the soccer field.
0: Right. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and you say soccer field there. I mean, that's one of the first areas I wanted to touch on was just the different ways people call the, the field itself. I know, um, you know, you call it, you know, the fields uh, uh, there's a lot of synthetic turf around here and where we are in Buffalo, New York, due to the weather and shit. And so a lot of the times it's called, like, the turf, which was always kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Of course, you've got, like, the classic British and Premier League terms, like, the pitch. Oh, oh yeah, I love the pitch. Who doesn't yeah. like the to- <laughs> pitch? The pitch is great. I think that's probably my favorite. I just me love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I'm, I'm off to the pitch. I, it just flows, mm. you know what I mean? Uh, and then it's in so French funny. it's called, uh, it's, like, le, le pelouse, which literally means like the lawn. Oh which, right. I mean, yeah, so that's kind of cool. But uh, la pelouse is like, mm-hmm. of course, it's very French and shit, and sounds nice. But I is think there a, is there a term for that in Portuguese? Yeah, I was
1: gonna say there's. Uh, we sometimes call it the the big carpet tapetão, which is like a big carpet.
0: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs>
1: that's amazing. <laughs> so but that's only if it's like real good quality you know oh shit final stage and it's perfectly cut because not every pitch is like that right there's a lot of uh, dirt dirt pitches in brazil so sometimes they call it a dirt but definitely i mean or even if you're playing on the street you know that could be your own pitch how many times yeah
0: you yeah, mean, and, and then it pitches. becomes like, what do you personally call the mm-hmm. pitch? Because, like, I remember, and I, th- I think you were there. I mean, when we were younger, man, we would like play sometimes in this one parking lot and like pitch black under one light. <laughs> yeah. that, shit. that was no, that was not a pitch. That was nope. not a carpet. That was like the concrete, like asphalt. Yeah, right?
1: That's it. Uh, yeah. You get your own little, you know, the little spots in your neighborhood or the little, not so much like here where we live, you get more, more fields. Right. And like, but, um, in Brazil, you get more like basketball courts that are also soccer, like futsal courts. And Mm -hmm. then in Italy, when I was there, I saw like, there was only one where I was at. Um, but you still get more of that soccer playground pitch. Than you do like where we're at, where it's all my like, right. basketball, or even I mean street hockey. Even a so park has a street yeah. hockey field before soccer. So, but the mm-hmm. game breathes, the game the game lives.
0: Yeah, and, and oh, to that point too, I mean, in France, man, a lot of the the like small side fields and shit. It's funny. They do combine them often with soccer or with basketball. So, yeah, you'll have a little net. It'll be like a boxed in area, almost like the way indoor soccer used to be in Buffalo in the States, uh-huh. uh, arena soccer, where you have like the walls and then there's, you know, in, a goal that's like indented and then a basketball net above it. Yeah, and exactly. So, yeah, that was something. I mean, we don't have that in the States, is no, at least right. not in Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Maybe some other places might have it, but at least up here, no. It depends, right? Demographics and sure. what people want. And then, you, and then you get down, down there. And if it's, you know, if it's a somebody's playing basketball on it, they always got booted off for the soccer. Gotta get them off. Gotta get them off.
0: It's
1: like, and then they would, they would try to be shooting while we're like attacking on the other end, uh-huh. and we're coming down and then they wait. Uh, that's funny. So <laughs>
0: that's crazy, man. Imagine going down to like fucking uh, the Bronx or some shit and trying that. In, like, right. A, you know what I mean? Oh, oh my yeah, god. Right. Yeah,
1: my my buddy who who lives down there, Marco. You remember Marco? But he, they, yeah, yeah okay. they. It's all basketball courts. They got to go to the to the field. Like they have like little fields there that they play. Okay. Well,
0: I mean, it's they nice. got the infrastructure dollars down there, and mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's something that. That's something they definitely need to start investing in heavily uh, more so, at least, you know, in our – up in the northeast here, but uh, probably throughout the United States because um, yeah. there's still so much turf, like synthetic turf around here. But but anyway, anyway. So, I mean, I guess next after the, the field itself, the pitch, probably one of the more important things would be the ball, right? Right. I mean
1: – Oh, yeah.
0: So – I know there's terms, like, if we're messing around, like, you know, like, pass me the rock,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Pass me the rock, <laughs> this shit. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Through, 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 you know. You just oh, yeah, go yeah, through. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: um, Through, square would be, like, you know, a straight pass. Through, down the line, things like that, of course. Um uh-huh. uh, And then, like, just the name for the ball itself, like, the rock, but then, like, Pelota.
1: Yeah, I don't speak I, Spanish, but I know that I word. Right? Um, do we have any? I, I'm trying to think. Like, I think there are some nicknames. I'm just drawing a blank right now in Portuguese for the ball. Mm. But, but there are some. Like, especially when, especially when like they're they're this describing plays, like um, like if you're describing like a one-two pass. Right, we call it a, a tabella, a tabela, which if you were like
0: to directly translate it, which I gotta look it up right now. Because tabela. Hmm. I'm thinking of like the French word is tableau, which means like a board, like uh, like a yeah, it literally board.
1: means like ta- like a table. So the
0: oh, one okay. two,
1: we call it. We sometimes call it uh, the table because you you hit it off it and it just comes right yeah, back yeah. to you, pretty yeah, much. Okay. So that's oh, that's one core. It's like th- sometimes those little plays they do that. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, sorry, I think River Plate just scored.
0: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no way! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious?
1: Wait, well, they're reviewing it, but I think it's.
0: I Jesus. Oh,
1: not the third one, but another yeah. thing that in in Portuguese, which I think is, which is interesting, is. Um, if we're going to pivot from the ball to what we do with the ball and the moves. Yeah, please. It, for me, one of my favorite ones is in Portuguese is the the half moon. Any any <sighs> idea what that might be?
0: Our, the half moon. Uh, so, is it a rainbow? I, yeah, you got the
1: idea. It's when um, – and I don't even know what it's called in English. It's when you Sparrow? hit the ball on one side and you run around the player.
0: Oh, see i know the french word i don't think they have it in they don't have that English. here right no they don't have
1: it is that because like i don't get they just don't but unfortunately oh. yeah right
0: <laughs> it's, it's like
1: it's the half moon because you're like when you run around the guy right you're doing like yeah. half of the moon so that one's cool and we also call that the, the another name for it is uh the cow dribble i don't know why <laughs> But it's just like How do you it's say here that? Here
0: How here? you say that in, in
1: Portuguese? Dribble da vaca. So <laughs> it's just I don't know why it is because it's just like really, big,
0: like it's just a big dribble. Yeah, like, could be right because you got go all the
1: way around this fucking guy and get the ball. Maybe <laughs> yeah.
0: Because in in French it's called a uh, grand pont, which means okay. like big bridge. Oh, so okay. that's yeah. the term in French. I remember my dad when I was little. He for some reason, like, was more obsessed with that than a petit pont, which means a nutmeg. Oh, uh, so that a I say that? Petit pont means a nutmeg. So a little bridge, and then grand pont is a big bridge. So oh. it's when you, yeah, you kick it around one way, and you go around the other. That's the, the fat cow, or whatever you call it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wonder if that's like a more of an old school move that like maybe like. It was appreciated more by like older generations and I don't know.
0: It but could be, yeah.
1: speaking of uh nutmeg, that's a great pivot. Yeah. I think there's that's probably the one move that has the most terms for, for sure. It. At least in Portuguese, there's like a couple. So we have the uh what do we call it? a a caneta, which translates to a pen. It's just called pen. When you're not mega guy, oh, really? Um, uma, a little dress, sometimes it's called a dress, a little dress, Sainia. you get put between your legs, or a holinho, which means like a little, little hole. So it's, like, it's like so <laughs> That's many, so great. Uh, and there's and they're so many, and then the classic pana, which we don't use a lot, right, in right. which coming here to America I always like wonder what's the term here used and I think it's nutmeg right can you just yeah, say I think it? nutmeg
0: is what was imported here basically and that seems to be the more most popular one which is I mean so boring honestly what does it mean well like like is it just like- I have no fucking clue I'm thinking like uh you know your nuts like it goes below your nuts yeah <laughs> I don't know dude honestly I don't know what nutmeg
1: um, Or just meg, right? Like he got magged? Like sometimes you hear like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't, like I get it. Like, oh, he's not nutmeg, little nutmeg, they'll say mm-hmm. that and shit. Um, <laughs> but dude, I think the fact that, and it's funny because obviously in Brazil, you've got players that are way more capable of doing nutmegs than you
1: know, right. anywhere sometimes else in the world. That. Yeah.
0: yes yeah sometimes you know maybe to a fault even some because they'll go for a nutmeg when maybe really you should just dish the rock right like you yeah, know get rid of the ball but exactly. sometimes the nutmeg is worth it dude and that's probably why they have all these different names for it. it's because of how much they value humiliating an opponent like that
1: there's just you know? that's true that's a good point and it's um it's such a humiliating move right because you're literally the guy especially when they get caught and you and you do the classic like let me just go around you real quick that's the best and then for uh one we were talking about earlier right the roulette i think that's also one that's been picked up a lot changed
0: up yeah yeah for sure i mean uh you know let's see i'll say with like a buffalo accent like a maradona would be (laughs) a (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Tassio, but he would just call it a Maradon back in the day in, in recess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that essentially is the move that was, um, you know, popularized by the late Diego Maradona, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially where you step on the ball, turn, you do a 360 and keep dribbling right around a guy, Maradona. Right. Uh, but in, in French, it's called uh, roulette, a roulette. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, in France, yeah. they see that they don't look at that as a uh Diego Maradona move. They when they see that that, you know, that dribble, it's mm-hmm. considered a Zizou, a Zizouism, you know, Zinedine Zidane is down there. If you watch highlight videos of him online. You'll you'll see that yeah he did it as much if not more often than diego himself. So. I would
1: I would agree. I think that's uh one of his I would attribute that move to him. And I'm looking I just did a quick Google on it. The Mar- Marseille turn. That's the first thing that comes up for it. I'm not sure
0: Marseille?
1: Yeah, Marseille turn, but it's also been known as the Zidane turn. Okay. The double well, He was
0: born in Marseille, so maybe that's why yeah. yeah very the, very uh,
1: the spin's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, fuck that. That's probably double some drag good.
1: back. That doesn't sound good either.
0: No, that, those are some American fucking terms right there. Yeah. Double drag back.
1: You hit them you know? with it.
0: <laughs> fuck that shit. No. But yeah, and then uh, here's another one that I remember being younger, mm-hmm. and you know, in high school, and this was like the big one at the time. That just somehow it was. It was almost as if it only became relevant when kids our age were able to do it like freshman year because we were like long enough and our our you know our feet were literally big enough to do it but the rubber band aka uh, the elastico right and then i heard some dude that i like idolized when i was younger i thought he was like the best soccer player in the area and he called it the snake and i was like "Fuck that it's horrible, <laughs> the it's horrible. Snake? yeah it's trash geez
1: i've what heard I've heard of the flip flap before. Oh. And I thought that was a little, little unique. Little, oh, the snake. Never gosh. heard of the snake. Yeah, I've um I, I love that move. Growing up, that was one of my favorite moves. And then uh Ronaldinho did it a lot too, which I really liked. Yeah. But yeah, it was um it was, for me is always the elastico. That's what it's called. The elastico. rubber the rubber band, right? Yeah, yeah just like yeah. that's what I always liked just because of the the flick motion. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. the the snake, no, that ain't doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> shit is, is trash. And with the snake, that it's sounds scary. a little sus. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no no comment, no comment. Are no uh... you playing up, up in the
1: carpet doing the snake, bro? Like, I don't know
0: if I want to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. And it's funny, too. I don't know. Something about... You know, Ronaldinho, uh, I won't even try to pronounce it the way you did, but the way when he would do a rubber band or an elastico, something about he did it so much better than anyone else. And I feel like 80% of the reason is because his ponytail would, like, flick with <laughs> Yeah, rubber yes, band.
1: I was going to say the same thing. It was the, the ponytail going like that. You that know where he's going. The yeah. hair probably had was wet. It would hit him, oh, so wet, blind him. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. Like what am I looking at right now? You know, it's <laughs> so much. Oh, and a Palm Gators coach just got sent off. He got a red card for some reason here. Yeah. Oh my, I'm
0: sorry. No, right. dude, you're good. I appreciate this. I'm invested <laughs> too.
1: I, uh, I um, it's I think my adopted club. It too, I would say, is the the Ginga right the ginga ah, yeah. plays into it and um with the listeners and viewers who aren't familiar with jinga, we could probably have a whole episode just on ginga we could, but we could. it's just this uh brazilian thing like rhythm that is in in their body that they can just use it and just at any point to the advantage or to the disadvantages we were talking about earlier, they might use the Jenga at the wrong time when they should have just played it simple. So I think yeah. that helped a lot too.
0: Yeah. No Jenga, you know, for those that don't fully comprehend, I mean, this is something Idlo introduced to me, maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Essentially it's magic. You know, it's the ability to just create something out of thin air that is yeah. just so breathtaking Not only for yourself, but the opponent, the teammates, Mm -hmm. the spectators, probably most importantly. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Wouldn't you say probably the spectators, right? They are just
1: Mm -hmm. in awe.
0: You know, when you create a moment of a moment of Jenga, a moment of magic that uh, reverberates throughout the stadium. Worth the ticket price, you know. Yes. Well said.
1: Yeah. You want to go in there and you want to see you want to see some magic. Why not? yeah so i beside i'm watching watching him do it for many years and then i don't see it as much nowadays you see it every now and then but not like you used to
0: well because now the game is pivoting towards quick passing high press yeah, that's true less on the individual the number 10 role is is slowly dying out some would argue i may argue against that but yeah, I mean, right. that's how it's going. But, um, yeah, I mean, aside from that, I don't know. Maybe we can uh, – there's a couple more I want to touch on, and then we mm-hmm. can get to the fan the fan comments on Twitter because I know they're probably at home waiting for us to get to them. So hold your horses, Matt. Um, let me talk about keep-ups and, like, juggling in general. Like, you remember – Yeah. Probably I, – I, it, it took a while. Like, we could always juggle and shit you and I for sure um juggling seems to be something a lot of people struggle with locally um in the states and the northeast and just having a good touch in general <laughs> but uh <laughs> yes. not, to, not, not trying to whatever but like keep ups that would be a term that would go about a lot um juggling yeah. of course and then like playing ladder do you remember that do you remember that at all no never heard of that so ladder was, like, if you remember, it was, like, I would do one juggle. I give you the ball. You do oh. two. Give it back to me. And I would do three. But, like, I'm trying to remember the terms. I feel like we had a different one when we were younger and shit. But it wasn't ladder. I feel like it was – um I don't fucking know, dude, honestly. I mean, shout out to George Clay. He, maybe he would know this. Maybe – He uh, might,
1: maybe, yeah. He was a big uh... – uh... Keep you up, you guy, for sure. Yeah, he
0: was good, dude. George had a great touch. Talk about yeah. some, some class there as far as tech. Yeah, well, that's something techers. I just thought techers. of right there. That's a good one.
1: Techers, um, I, yeah, techers can mean so many things nowadays, right? Like, yeah, he has techers, great techers. It could just mean like he's great feet and he does like quick moves, not specifically a move, just a lot of good moves, yeah. or he can do a lot of juggling moves, right? Um, mm-hmm. But to, in, in Brazil, the word we have is embaixadinha, and that literally translates to embassy, which, go figure, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? You guys are like creating foreign policy based on <laughs> yeah, your moves. Sure. So I don't know why. Amazing. So like, embassy.
1: You know, there's like keepy uppy and kick ups and you know like but in Portuguese we just say you know like, let's do some embaixadinha. Can you do embaixadinha? Which means it's like can you do can you juggle? Not like a and it's not like a crazy juggle where the ball's everywhere, it's like oh I did it. It has to be like the little touches. That's can what you do keep it. the little like nice yeah. control.
0: Okay, gotcha. gotcha. That's why,
1: That's why it's like embaixadinha, like little
0: because it's little, like, that's right, that's right. Um,
1: but okay. yeah, I don't. I don't. That's a good one. I've totally forgot about keep you up. He's
0: for sure. Did you know up. how awesome that is, though, to basically have like a whole subset of words, <laughs> a dictionary, really, all dedicated to soccer, man? That's yeah. so cool.
1: And then like another one. Let's let's give a quick shout out to the keepers, right? There's some terms oh, yeah. out there for, for, for keepers. Like, um, are there any in English? That, you know
0: I'm trying to think I mean perry like a save a, a perry is like a big save yeah yeah like a but I mean I don't know they kind of get shit on keepers they're, They do. They're, that's just how it is that's their life they they chose that life I don't really feel bad for them Did they well, I mean, You guys show them some respect in Brazil is what you're saying uh No, I mean, it's just like <laughs> here,
1: you know, like the fat kid goes on that. And then, ah. <laughs> it's like you got to because in Brazil, everybody is a forward, right? You're born <laughs> a forward and then you're forced into other positions because, right. yeah. You know, but there's a no like uh, they get some love on the terms, I would say, like when a keeper makes a, a really nice diving save. Right. We say uh ponte, like a bridge, which in France. Oh you told me it's like similar yeah.
0: yeah. where they're
1: doing if the, the way they, the keeper dives is sometimes might look like a arch arching bridge.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and then we also have terms for when they mess up, when they fuck up. Right. If they mm-hmm. give up like a, a really easy goal that should have been saved, we call it uh, a chicken, a frango, like he, he, he messed up. So is that terms like that
0: that you know? of? <laughs> I love it dude no I don't know any terms like that I mean in French no I don't know any I'm sure there are I would have to look into it but yeah
1: but they you know they don't they get some praise on the good stuff but they sometimes like we call it like the, 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 the chicken or the uh we call them a, a video game goalie you know like call them that but besides besides that they really just
0: just a bridge bridge safe. Which I like. I like this the the nice arc. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's some good. That's some good. Uh, you know, props and all that jazz. Um, I guess uh, yeah, something else too. And these are terms that you know definitely one or two. I don't think have any English translation. I think they're just fully yeah. important. Uh, and then there are some classics too that I'm curious to your thought. I have some personal experiences that I'll I'll talk about briefly, but. Um, so here's one that I think is really cool. And probably one of the lesser known terms, especially, you know, amongst the populace, for example, at Mess or a local soccer bar, or or just your average, like American soccer location would be an Olympico. You know what that is, right?
1: The corner kick goal.
0: Exactly. A, A goal directly from a corner kick.
1: That is a, yeah, that is like a non-existent thing here. I've noticed that. Yeah, we call it a uh, go go olímpico in, in Portuguese. So, cool. We, we definitely have that. and it's like a, like it's if you can do that, you're kind of like considered really good. Most of the, go I know it, sometimes it can be luck, but it was always like a thing that, especially when I was growing up, joking around like, oh, he's gonna score directly, like Olympic goal here. But yeah, that's true. I never heard of it here.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things too where if you score one, everyone's going to say that, Oh, you didn't mean to do that, but you're <laughs> going to tell them. Yeah, I did. And exactly. It's one of those things. It's like, it's going to be hard to really ever convince or prove to people that you meant to do it. Um, people, right. will accuse you, of, you know, being lucky. Uh, it's good lucky. luck with that, but there's a term for it for sure. And then another one too is a Rabona. So, you know what that yeah. means? I know you're familiar. You, you and I have messed around with bonus yeah, for years. now. And that's um, I don't
1: think that's used in in Portuguese as much. I think we we use more of uh, it's called letra, g, g- letra, which means uh, letter, a letter. So oh. when you when you do a uh, a rabona like that, like you put you're like, it's yeah. just called letra, a letter. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, that's a I've never that's heard another of that. yeah. uh, rabona. Yeah, you gotta be in, in the know to know the Rabona, I feel
0: like. Tell me about and and this is one that I think is a legendary Brazilian Trivela. Yeah, yeah, that's a good no, one. No, I mean come on, that's yeah.
1: the, the outside foot, the Choresma. The shot, the bird, yeah, yeah. And that's the same the same way we sell it Trivela. And it's uh oof, there's nothing like a heading, a good one, huh?
0: Oh my god, but, yeah. And they'll say, oh, he's he's got a weaker left foot, so he's done the outside of the... Bit. It's like, no. doesn't necessarily mean he's got a weak left foot. Maybe it right. went for the style, you know, the mm-hmm. points there. And, and you know what we call that? And it's just hitting me now, but in the States, and this is something I heard at a very young age, they'd be like, oh, it's a banana kick. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Fuck? <laughs> oh, fuck? I would say it'd be like some dude that's like, the swimming coach <laughs> and his daughter's on yeah, the swimming right. team or some shit. It's like, oh, fuck are you talking oh,
1: about? Oh my goodness. Uh, banana kick? That's a first for me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, It's a banana kick. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. But then, I mean, this is one that I'm sure that, you know, everyone knows about this, whether you're a soccer player or not. But I have one question for you, you <laughs> know. Yeah. Is these- do
1: doing rainbow? The <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow, that's a. Uh, if you could do a rainbow, especially at an early age, like if you figured out the the mechanics for it, at least for me, I felt like a soccer god. Like I was like, this is insane. I could actually do this. And then, you know, little use. I mean, I'll take that back. It is very useful in a real game. If you could pull it off, people might, you know, as the pros, as you get higher in the pros, they might like, hate on you for it because like ah, oh, you're showboating like Neymar for example he'll pull it off but yeah being a young kid pulling the rainbow you are you're starting on your soccer team if you're doing Goated, that.
0: Goaded dude. Goaded automatically Goated. Dude. I remember <laughs> uh in a Narden League game there we were like in our own half and we were I don't know maybe up like nine nil on these because they were <laughs> and I was being a dick and I just rainbowed over one of the big <laughs> Did he get mad? You just feel guilty after it happens. You're like, yeah, it is a
1: pretty degrading move to pull some, yeah,
0: yeah, because and, you know uh,
1: the rest of the game they're
0: gonna be look like, gun. You're targeted. You're targeted. You mm-hmm. are targeted. Yeah. You a target. Uh, I'll get point crazy. out too, and you'll remember this. Well, maybe I might have been before your time, but uh, one of the old gym teachers way back in the day, uh, mm-hmm. he used to be able to do a rainbow. And he would do it so high that it would hit the seat, the roof of the gym. <laughs> the fuck? You remember that? I don't know if you were there, but I don't want to nah. get too in detail, but yeah. yeah, that was the thing. And like, you know, being eight years old or whatever the fuck it was, you 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 see that you're like, Oh my god, he's probably like the best soccer player. Yeah, he had no clue what like, the fuck he was doing. No way, uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> you know that, what I mean. That
1: happens a lot, like people learn a trick or two, and you're just yeah. like, Oh, this guy's legit, and then it doesn't change. But it's the Rainbow is a is a classic, and we need to keep it alive.
0: Mm-hmm. I would it. agree. And that's why I want to do a big shout out here to my boy, Sala. Uh, back in the day, playing Delaware soccer way back when, he would kind of practice in jeans and like uh, Allen Iverson, Reeboks, and he'd probably be better than half the team. Yeah, I was going to say, it's and still balling out. He was so good, dude. And he would just be like, you know, he was a little dude. Uh, I don't know, maybe four foot eleven at the time. And he would do a rainbow, and he would just look at people that were joining the team. He would look them dead in the eye, he'd be like, "Can you do a rainbow?" <laughs> <laughs> if the kid was like, "What is that?" And he'd be like, "Don't worry, yeah." It, it's not, the way I'd be at. Um, not even
1: waste my breath on that.
0: Yeah. So shout out to him, but shout and also, sure. I mean, and and this is the last one. Well, actually, two two more areas, but. Yeah. As far as like scissors, step overs. um, Great. That's a good one. too. So I have an interesting take here is that for me growing up, a scissor was always when you went inside out. So when you went inside of the ball, out around and Mm -hmm. step over was always when you would step over the ball and go and do like a turn. But then that was the American way. That's how it was taught to kids growing up, by the Hesch brothers, infamous Hesch brothers uh, locally here in Western New York. <laughs> um, they would call it a step over. But then you watch like the Premier League in, say, 03, 04, and Cristiano Ronaldo on Manchester United, the step over king. He's doing scissors. Those, And they would call them the uh, Ronaldo step over. And that's right. they would say step over. They're not calling it a scissor. And I don't, I, don't I don't know where the scissor, scissor got introduced in the States, but for some reason it has stayed. And unfortunately it stuck with me too, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, what are your I thoughts have, on it? I
1: I, um, yeah, to me, step-over shouldn't be the continuous move just because it does sound like it's just a one and then you're going the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh Scissor's. They kind of make sense, but they don't to me because if I'm thinking like the the way the way the move works, a scissor like to me sounds like something you would do and cut as well, like a quick cut. Yeah. But, and of course, I'm, I'm biased. What makes most of the most sense to me is what we use in, in Brazil, which is a pedalada, pedalando, which is uh, pedaling, like you're pedaling oh. on a bike.
0: Yeah, nice. so to
1: me nice. that always made sense because when you're doing that move, you're kind of like continuously doing like little circular motions around the ball. And uh when Robinho 04 was still playing on Santos, that's how he really blew up. He was playing in the back then the league was playoffs, like they had playoffs in the in the Brazilian league. Great. And it was one it was a playoff game, Santos Corinthians and he hit eight eight pedals, eight scissors. Yeah. and got a penalty call from it and and they won the game but to yeah pe- uh, scissors i like scissors more i would say scissors more than step overs
0: interesting interesting because like the british people definitely say stepovers. step overs the step is something that was created here i think and I you were so. kind of it's different at least by the hash brothers <laughs> book of soccer they yeah. have scissors and stepovers. Very separated. Is that a shout-out? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I like, them. I like them. I'll like. i see them around. I, I see them at the bar every now and again. But, uh, no, they were good guys. A lot of inside jokes about those guys for local – for any local guys that want to reach out, talk about the Hesh brothers, reach out to me. Yeah. A good
1: I actually um, – I have to find this book, but uh, in my bookshelf, I have a, this one book that I got uh, for my birthday a couple of years ago. that talks. It's like Soccer Tactics. And it breaks down like tons of shit, and it's uh, it's American. So I will have to revisit that oh. book and and let you know what I saw in there because there's oh, probably please. some some more interesting words on there. I just remembered of that now because you said uh, you mentioned the book.
0: Yeah, no, please do, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, really interesting.
1: And, and they have a whole chapter on set pieces. So.
0: Oh God, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. Oh Tone my God, that, I was looking to segue there, and you just fucking took us there. <laughs> you know, we had no choice you freaking chained us up and brought us right to the set piece discussion oh yeah um Italo, here here's the deal man let's hear uh you know growing up in french it's coup which means like uh i don't know the direct translation but it's a, a foul so like a free kick and okay. And okay. in, in english you know in, in the states for the longest time from what i remembered it was a free kick
1: free kick yes uh,
0: and then out of freaking nowhere, we got a right hook from, like, Alexi Lalas, Fox Soccer, of course. and all these freaking dipshits that start calling it a set piece. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck That's, is that? that weird thing? thoughts on that.
1: Okay, so I'm trying to think, you know, where the origins could come from and trying to relate it to the Brazilian word, which has always been... One of my tricks to to learning English words is how does it relate to Portuguese, and can I get like a deeper meaning to it? So yeah. looking at set piece, and looking at the Portuguese word, which is uh, jogada ensaiada, which means it's a uh, rehearsed play. Um, I could maybe see like set piece, like the set of a, a movie or something, and a set piece, like a piece of a play, maybe. So that's where I, like, it goes. But free kick just um, is, like you said, it's something that was what I always thought it was. I don't know where we start getting a, a set piece here. And if the guy does one little fake – like, where where do you draw the line? Is it a free kick or a set piece? Or is it both? Because you the, know we, if we draw a line – to me, we draw the line, like, where – like if I'm watching and I see a free kick goal, a set piece goal, a set piece goal. Yeah. If I was told you, Oliver, oh they scored in a set piece. What do you think?
0: I think somebody crossed it in and somebody headed it in, right? Right.
1: It was like a play, you too, right? right? Yeah, yeah right. Me yeah. too. But like if you're saying the problem is if you're saying, oh I scored on a set piece, but you directly kicked it, you know, then that's like a free kick free goal, kick. Yeah. right? So it can't be both. It's got exactly. To be-
0: what no, no, that? dude, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's kind of like one of those things where it's almost as if – I feel like I remember getting really worked up about it a, a couple World Cups ago, maybe 2010, <laughs> and when they started saying – they are like, oh, I had a set piece here, and I was just like, what the fuck? I've never heard this in my life. Like, right. where, it, It's almost like they made some sort of like marketable term to oh, – yeah apply to American viewers for World Cups to try and get them to understand, like, it's a set piece. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: It's like little blurbs and, and, like, something new that they can, like, bring into the convo, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I know soccer. Like, do you even know what a set piece is?
0: Well, a set pieces. is, uh, I'll tell you, some of the best set, this guy is the best set piece taker in the whole MLS. Mm -hmm. it's like dude a a spot
1: kick is that like specifically a pk then you know is that what i mean
0: a spot kick yeah that can be even a little bit just as ambiguous if not more Um, right and that's something maybe we can touch on briefly and and, uh are the penalty kicks like Mm -hmm. i know there is a you know I, i watch a lot of you know premier league podcasts that kind of thing and you know, they're, they're certainly a favoritism towards a pen. You know, oh, is that a pen? You know, it's a pen, P-E-N. Mm-hmm. And then a penalty. A pen. in yeah. the States, you know, we call it a PK. Um, I don't know why. I don't know where the PK. They will not use the term PK in the Premier League ever. I've never they heard don't. It, used it No. It's a penalty or a pen. Those are the two words.
1: So that's a uh, English. That's an Americanized thing.
0: Okay, is it's an American thing. See, I didn't know uh, that. In wow. French, it's a uh, penalty.
1: Yeah, penalty. Portuguese too. Penalty. Yeah, that's
0: it. Penal uh, Spanish, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. The most unique one I've heard was in Italy, which I've. They call it ka, or At least one of the ways they call it. I'm sure there's other one. caucho di rigore, which as leads to, uh, like, rigorous football, rigorous football, like, you know, which was... So are they
0: referring to the tackle itself and not the actual, sh- like, the penalty taken? They're talking about the foul that led to the penalty?
1: I think so. Well, I don't know, because, like... Whenever I, I watch highlights and there's like a penalty call, you know, like the the announcer will go "calcio di rigore, calcio di rigore, Fioretti, calcio di rigore," and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, the play is just like
0: bad okay. play. So yeah, I mean that that's a that's an interesting one too. And and on that same front is uh, you're from. I'm sure you are familiar with the term panenka, right? Which is
1: the oh, i I know what it is, but what is it?
0: That's, uh, you know, Zizu 2006 World Cup Final, where it's oh, a chip. The, yes. Chip, yeah. Panenka, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one that I don't yeah. know any other term for that. Me neither. Uh, that is a term oh. based specifically on a player whose last name was Panenka, who was the first guy to do that. And then now they say, like, oh, that was a Panenka. So that's a cool one.
1: There's um... – in portuguese we call it like a cavadinha when you when you like like when you to kind count. of chip. Uh, cavadinha, which means to kind of like dig cavar like it's digging so yeah okay. like digging under the ball um and then we also sometimes we call it like a, a sheet a bed sheet lençol.
0: <laughs> So, <laughs> <And> so <my laughs> mom, when you start thinking about it you're just like this shit you guys are coming up with over Yeah, yeah it's, I love it. It's, I freaking love it. It's um, great. Well, I'm I'm glad we had the set piece and, and free cake discussion, and and lastly, you know, last of what I wanted to chat on, then we'll finally get to these uh goddamn you know Twitter Twitter followers here. Yeah. But, the, so oh. this is a cool one for me, and you know, I don't, uh, I might know one or two French terms for these, but. The the major cool ones for me are the British ones are, like, a gaffer, which is, like, you know, a manager and stuff. And I know we use it within our fantasy soccer league Mm -hmm. and and all that. Um, The gaffer. And then also, like – and it's great because you'll watch, like, the post-match on, you know, Monday night football or whatever Mm -hmm. in England. And it'll be, like, Jamie Carrier and Phil Neville talking about their gaffers and shit, which is great. Um, (laughs) And then, like, Skipper, of course, is like the captain, skipper, which I like. Yeah. Skipper in the States, but typically, Skipper is associated with like a captain of a boat. And oh, not, right. like, yeah, not of like an athletic team. But like, when we say Skipper in the United States, typically it means, and I'm not like a boat person. So, right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But Skipper typically is like the captain of a boat. Oh, uh, shit. At least that's my I never knew
1: that. I, yeah. So that's that's an Eng, that's an American term, skipper.
0: Well, I don't. I think the term skipper for I think they use it in England too for like boats okay. and shit. But we strictly use it in the states for captains of a boat. Whereas in soccer in England and football, they say skipper is the captain of. He could be a captain of his boat, but if he's the captain of his soccer team too, he's the skipper. Mm-hmm. So. I thought okay. that,
1: was, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I don't just think um, I, going back to the gaffer, right? Like here in America, it's just like coach, right? There's really coach. No, nothing else, right? Yeah. In Brazil, we have uh, the uh, técnico. the coach is like technical, which translates to technical. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And then they also have a lot of the players, just because when you're growing up, you don't call them coach, you call them teacher, professor. Ah, I don't know why. But so when they, even as they get older and they're doing press conferences, they'll talk about their coach as their professor, professor.
0: That, uh, that was Arson Wenger's nickname in the Prem. He was the professor. Oh, yeah. yeah, the professor. So um, yeah, when you're a
1: coach down there, you're your professor or technical, like the technical.
0: technical. That's great. In, in French, it's just, uh, entraîneur, which means like trainer.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. But, uh,
1: and then I'm sure they have some, some, um, some, some dirty names for John, coaches they don't like.
0: You know what John. Yeah. Means? John uh, that's, uh, <laughs> Ooh. No, I mean, that's for another pod, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's ooh. So For another pod. Well, let's that. get, the, you know, as we're wrapping up here, let's get into finally the, uh, You know, I put out a tweet and keep in mind, guys, you know, I'll be tweeting in in advance to a bunch of the pods we do about just some feedback, what you guys want to hear us talk about, sort of fan input, followers, you know, all three billion of you. But uh, so notably, there's a couple here. I think there's three of them that I'll I'll want to talk about, Um, maybe four. And uh, so first of all, toe curler. Oh man! Ah. Yeah. I've been dreading this discussion, yeah. but I had, had thoughts on the toe curler. You know? Curler. I mean, there's
1: nothing better than a toe curler. I just uh you the way you if, if you strike it just right, and you yeah. can actually see the curl, and then it goes in. What a relief!
0: <laughs> relief. <Really? laughs> <laughs> Definitely a relief. That's it. Well said. Um, yeah. So shout out to Jaunty FC. Oh and, wow! Uh, nice. And there's some toe curler. Yeah. Follow them on Twitter, by the way, at Jaunty FC Curler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you'll hear "curler" used often. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but toe curler, is slightly different. Sorry, that's um, a next, thing. yeah. Next, we have one very popular one. Uh, cheeky, you know, cheeky. Something, doing something a little bit like, Oh, you a little fucker! Like, of course, you're oh, a bit cheeky, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you're gonna sound really cool at at the bar. You say, at My Sunday league game, I, I hit the keep with a cheeky panenka.
0: It, if oh my I god, did. free shots, you will get free <laughs> shots right off the bat, dude. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and then one that you know I am also partial to this one is uh, oh I, I sent him for a hot dog, which means like oh essentially yeah. if you sell a guy on like a, a drop of the shoulder or a fake and he just oh. flies the other way <laughs> and then you turn and go the other way with ease, that's called sending someone for a hot dog, and that's that is believe it or not, it's a British term, but it's it's definitely uh, really. How do they yeah. have
1: hot dogs in in the kingdom?
0: Well, they have them, but there's no way they're any good because they have, <laughs> they don't have talents.
1: Yeah. Dude, when why is any idea why a hot dog is like eating a hot dog kind of like embarrassing? Like going uh, to a hot dog, or is it just I
0: mean, like I feel embarrassed when I eat hot dogs? It, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh I, I don't know. Honestly, dude, I'll, I'll do some, maybe I'll do a deep dive and report back next pod on, on the yeah. phenomena of uh, sending tone for a hot dog. <laughs> um, Follow-up with people that have been sent for hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, what we have here is, I mean, shout out to Ray Hudson, who is a commentator oh. over on being sport right now. Scottish nice. Scottish apologies, Ray. Uh, but i know you follow us on twitter Um, you introduced me to this term uh magisterial Uh, i mean exactly exactly i can't even begin to describe yeah and and you know if if you're not even um i've had family members you know friends and shit that have talked to me about Ray Hudson and, and they're like, cannot get over how insane this guy is. And
1: <laughs> but dude,
0: is so Go ahead.
1: Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Oh, I think wow. he's, he's important and he is a pivotal piece in bringing that passion to the American viewers because in South America, you get a lot of that through the through the broadcast right like guys yelling goal and shit like that it kind of gets you hyped up and the more we get that in, in these broadcasts like man sometimes some of these broadcasts are so boring so it's always yeah. nice to have ray on there you know sometimes there's like i remember watching games would be like 40 seconds at a time with nothing and i would get it you want to watch the games there's like a different
0: atmosphere of just watching it but you know no dude for sure i mean to touch on that too like There's one or two guys in in the American commentating community. By the way, Kyle Martino, who recently left the Premier League coverage for NBC, for me, was far and away the best American guy we've had ever. Wow. Um, Yeah, he was amazing. So sad to see him go. Tim Howard took a spot who, eh, he's all right. But the point is, uh, there's a guy so bad that covers the MLS. I don't know if it's Fox or whatever. (laughs) But his thing is go. His thing is it's in the net. It's in the net. It's in the net. <laughs> that like three times. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. Horrible.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, I smell. Uh, I smell Alexi Lalas behind that. I don't
0: no, know. he's probably involved. He's probably involved. And you know, Alexi, god damn it, if you're listening, which you probably are, we're we're engaged <laughs> on Twitter quite often. Yeah. You're, you're a disaster. You're a mess. Um, but, I mean, Elo, dude, that's all I have for tonight, man. I think this has been a yeah. phenomenal chat, dude. What, what do you think?
1: I, I think it was great. I think we just made a lot of our viewers uh, a lot sav- like more soccer or footy savvy. You know, definitely take this information and use it. Uh, next time you're talking about the beautiful game, we've got the Euros coming up this summer, and, you know, sharpen up and – once you know the terms, I'm telling you, when you're watching it, it's and you understand what the hell's going on and what to call it,
0: you're gonna enjoy yeah. it even more. But I, I had fun. I had fun, however, yep. had a lot of fun today, dude. What a what a sweet treat, man. I'm I'm glad yeah. we're getting 2021 off uh, to to a hot hot start here, and I uh, look forward hell to yeah. keeping this going, my guy. And uh, we'll talk too. soon for
1: sure. Make sure you guys. Uh, follow us on the socials and maybe catch uh, catch us on the pitch sometime the virtual pitch
0: maybe we'll get yeah. there uh, good. yeah good point alright y'all peace out thanks for tuning in <laughs> later ah magic <laughs>